Can red and infrared light therapy really help us to recover faster from injuries and chronic pain? Today on episode 108, Glenn and I are joined by Dr. Zulia Frost, a medical doctor and clinical director at Recharge Health, creators of the FlexBeam red and infrared LED device. Three months ago, out of desperation for pain relief, I opened my mind to the possible utility of the red light and cold laser technology that I had disregarded as too good to be true. I swallowed my pride and spent $350 to find out for myself. On the first day, I knew I had made the right move. While I haven't been able to confirm all of the marketing claims, I can report that I got immediate and lasting joint pain relief in my elbow, shoulder, and lower back. I am so committed to using this device that I have not missed a session since the day my panel arrived three months ago. The pain relief was so profound that I hunted for a medical expert to come onto the show to explain how this technology actually works to accelerate healing and reduce and eliminate pain. Other promised benefits that I cannot personally confirm include skin collagen improvements, faster recovery from viral infections, recovery from concussions, and improved sleep. This is amazing stuff. All right, let's talk to Dr. Zulia Frost about red and infrared light therapy and devices that we can use in our homes. Dr. Zulia Frost, welcome to the Wise Athletes Podcast. Thank you so much, Joe and Glenn, for inviting me. I'm looking forward to share with your listeners with all the wealth of knowledge about red light therapy. Excellent. Well, thanks for making some time for us. I have to tell you, I'm, I'm very happy that you've made time for us because I have some personal experience with this that has been really good for me. And so I'm looking forward to learning why it has worked out. But before we dive into all of that stuff, I wonder if you might share with our audience a little bit about your background and how you got into this area. And I think it's called photobiomodulation. But anyway, yeah. please tell us about yourself. Oh, sure. Uh, all my life, I dedicated to study therapeutics and healing. It's just my passion. So the, the earlier days, I studied general medicine, pediatrics, and I worked in the capacity of a medical doctor for many years before I actually discovered the technological approach in healing. So um, from that point, uh, my curiosity has gone up exponentially. I studied uh, also traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture. I did uh, doctorate as well. And I studied photobiomodulation, like you rightly correctly pronounced it. Yeah, it's a very big word, but it basically means that uh, if you use a low-intensity light, your body can get some benefits. So uh, it's therapeutic approach of using light. Uh, sometimes people refer to it as a quantum medicine too. Uh, so this is in nutshell <clears throat> my background. Right now I work with um, Recharge Health and we make flex beam devices. Uh, which is a red and near-infrared light device? Yes, exactly. Uh, it's okay. uh, red and infrared device for optimizing your energy in the body. Right, okay, good, all right. And so I'm interested in learning more about that. Let me just uh, sort of admit here that I have been really skeptical, is the right word, about this stuff for years. I, I mean, people have been talking about this and, and even you know using this stuff in beauty salons and all, all kinds of things. I even had a chiropractor who used his cold laser on me over the years with really amazing results such that I didn't believe it. I thought, there's something else happening here. What? What's a cold laser? I couldn't really get my head around what that was. But okay, about two months ago, I finally decided I was going to try this stuff. And I got myself a lamp. I didn't get the full panel. I didn't want to I wasn't that confident that this thing was going to work. And so I, you know, I, I spent 350 bucks and I got a lamp that had uh, four wavelengths, two in the red and two in the near infrared. And I was just going to see, you know, would it help me with my joint pain? And if I also got some other benefits, which hopefully we'll, we'll get through what there is evidence that it works on, then I'd be delighted. I'd, you know, I'd get way more than my money's worth for it. And I'll say that I almost immediately knew that I had made a good investment. I got 100% relief from a golfer's elbow problem that I had been fighting. I've had shoulder pain from bicycle crashes years ago that have really been bugging me ever since, really. 
and that's been solved. Knee pain, which the listeners who have been following along here for the last few months will know that I've been struggling with that and and finding some partial solutions for that here and there. The red and near-infrared light lamp also helped with that. So I'm amazed. And that's why I wanted to um, get an expert like you on here to you know help me to understand why it's working, but also help the audience understand that this is something that is real, that they can use on their own to get their own set of benefits. So I'm really quite excited. Glenn, do you, you have any experience with uh, red light, infrared light? Well, you know, I, I knew that it had some benefits. Like I had a chiropractor use it for cold therapy as well. Right. and got results. But, you know, I was thinking it's going to cost me an arm and a leg. And it was fortunate. But this thing I got on Amazon for like a couple hundred bucks. And I, I at the time, I forgot what it was I was dealing with at the time. But it worked really well. I was very impressed with it. And I had a nurse friend of mine who was actually on disability because she had a problem in her arm. And I was using it on her. And she was like, wow. It was like night and day in a short time. So I became a big believer in this, the 660 nanometer, the, um, the red light therapy. And um, so looking forward to what you have to say. Well, fantastic. Why don't we start, Dr. Frost, with give us kind of the top down view. The, the, what these lamps are doing is replicating stuff that comes from the sun that our body is used to getting back through the dawn of human time and maybe even before that. Can you kind of give us a little of the high view of what is the red light and near infrared light? What, what is that? Sure, sure. Um, you're absolutely right, because the sun, the energy from the sun is the most abundant energy on the planet Earth. And we indeed, we, we've evolved under the sun as a humanity. So each of our cells learn how to harvest that energy and use it for different purposes, because we have cells with different purposes in the body. Sure. Uh, the light, the sunlight itself it's uh, called in science electromagnetic spectrum, and it consists of the uh, UV lights, then visible spectrum of lights like red, blue, green, yellow, and then uh, and the, the UV in one spectrum. But on the other spectrum, you have infrared light, which is invisible for the eyes. So uh, they all different uh, wavelengths of life, different color of life has different benefits for the body. Hmm. But the red and infrared lights, particularly, they're mostly studied. And I'll tell you why. Because, uh, first of all, it's the most, the safest light. For example, UV lights could be some problematic. We know about this, yes? Although it's yeah. very necessary for the body to make vitamin D. But red and infrared light directly stimulates energy center in the cell called mitochondria. Mm -hmm. These energy centers, they collectively generate so-called ATP, the molecules of energy. And this energy is used for cells to run daily activity. Mm. So <clears throat> imagine uh, such a simple concept. You expose uh, your cells to this red and infrared light and you energize yourself instantly. And of course, we know that we go on the beach, we go in the sunny weather outdoor, how happy we become because yes. our body is becoming buzzing, zooming, and um, you just feel fa fantastic and energized. Of course, there are some other benefits as well. Uh, we, we, I can talk about that too. Okay. Well, why don't we break this thing down? So it's good to know that what these lamps are doing essentially is just replicating what we're all used to, but maybe we're getting less of because we don't get outside as much. This near-infrared, so the red light we can see, but the near-infrared is, is in that infrared uh, spectrum, and so we can't see that, but we can feel that. That's mm -hmm. infrared we, is like heat, so we, we can feel that. And, th and then I guess another thing that I've heard about the infrared is that because it's a longer wavelength, it penetrates past the skin. It goes through our clothes and through our skin and gets deep into our body. Now, I don't know if that's happening with the sunlight or that's just happening with these lamps, which are really close to our skin. But the one of the benefits of the near-infrared lamp that I've heard, tell us if that's right or not, is that it penetrates deeply into our body. It's not just heating our skin up. 
yes, uh, uh, you're absolutely right. This this property, basically, what scientists did, they discovered the light has uh, ther- therapeutic benefits. So they just put it into the devices. They literally mimic the natural sunlight. So red light, like you rightly said, it will be accumulated at the surface of the skin. So uh, when you shine and so you have all the effects, beautiful effects on the skin. So you talk about wound healing, graze healing, like maybe some conditions, aesthetics as well, because it's limited to the skin. But mm. Of course, we all in therapeutics, we're much more interested in knee infrared lights. Knee infrared light, depending on the, the power density, can penetrate deeper and can reach, uh, like for example, this flex beam, it can reach up to 10 centimeters depth, depth in your body. So surely, wow. uh, if you want to target the joint, you can target with this uh, uh, beam of light. And um, another thing I wanted to explain a little bit, there is a, a slight different um, mechanism of action between, uh, say, near-infrared light, which is closely to red, mm. uh, but it's already invisible, and then uh, mid-range between sort of 2,000 to 4,000 nanometers and far range of infrared, over 5,000 5, nanometers. The wavelengths become very long. And the difference is what you mentioned, it's about that heat. So the further you go into infrared spectrum, the longer the wave, the more heat you generate. Why? Because the water body, the molecules of water in your body absorb light in this spectrum. So you effectively energize your water body and you feel Uh hot, even though in a cold room. Okay, so and this is you're saying this is the longer wavelengths make us get hotter, but the the near, even though it penetrates, it doesn't make us get hotter. Is that the, what you're exactly, saying? exactly? And this is a property of particularly near infrared lights, um, sort of between seven hundred to say nine hundred or one thousand nanometers. In this window, you create photostimulation penetrate deep and do not hit tissues or uh, hit very little. The, okay. Some water will be absorbed, uh, molecule absorbed, but primarily it's a non-thermal, it's photochemical rather photothermal effect. Okay, so this is not like a, a, an advanced form of a heating pad heating you up. It's yeah. actually, the, it's still just the light penetrating into your body and stimulating cells deeper in your body. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Uh, and because they are two slightly different mechanisms, they're both beneficial for the body, but the latter, the longer one, they used in infrared saunas, as you know, and uh, helps to detox the body. They have, you know, energizing the water battery, so to speak, in the body. But we are very interested in red and infrared spectrum for its precise impact on mitochondria. So, because, you know, cells cannot survive without energy, like literally cannot live even a second if there is a damaged mitochondria. And um, you, you know, like we live in this age where everybody is um, exposed to these environmental toxins and they, mitochondria is very sensitive to it. So, of, like we talk about aging, yeah. aging processes as well. We just accumulate toxins. We like carry on this rubbish with us and the, the cells become more and more impact. So this is a beautiful way how to clear that excessive uh, oxidative stress and potentiate energy production in the cell, just using these wavelengths of light. Fantastic. Okay. So I, I think that it's interesting. It was interesting to me, so I'm going to guess that it's interesting to other people to understand where did all this stuff come from? How did we stumble on this? And, you know, in my experience with the chiropractor using his quote unquote cold laser, which always confused me, I think that that is what this whole area used to be called because it used to be that they used lasers, not LED lights. And the issue, I think, was that tell me if, if this is right. Anyway, I want you to tell the story, but there was like a work done with some powerful lasers that had shown some benefit and then a doctor tried to replicate that but he was using low energy lasers and he couldn't replicate that but he discovered other benefits 
related to this low-power laser that I think led to this whole area. Can you tell us, do you know about the yes. history? Oh, okay, great. I mean, it's a really famous, uh, uh, famous story. Uh, in 1967, and, uh, Dr. Andre Mester, he did the first experiment. Uh, he did try to replicate the uh, um, experiment of the, but he, his laser didn't have enough power. So uh, he thought, okay, can I cure these mice from cancer? And uh, he shone light from red ruby laser. Uh, in the end, he, he couldn't, but what he noticed was remarkable. The wounds after he, he shining with light were healing very quick. And the, the mice start growing fur very, very quick. So that's, uh, that's why lots of people interested for, for hair growth to use ah. light. But uh, yeah, that's the kind of kicked in uh, the interest in, uh, in the field. And the field was indeed called low-level laser therapy, LLLT. Uh, originally, because the source was only lasers. Um, and it's only uh, over a period of time, uh, sort of, uh, when again, by accident, uh, NASA scientists who work with plants, they wanted to make sure that we can grow plants in space. And so they can use, they use red and blue lights in their lab and the, their hands were exposed to it. And they also noticed that they, their abrasions, their wounds healing very quick. <clears throat> so, oh yes, so that means that it's not prerogative of laser solo, it's also prerogative of the uh, LEDs. Uh -huh. So that's why the industry expanded and so people don't get confused, they just started to call the whole industry as photobiomodulation, which is uh, uh, managing light on, on the body and um, by its effects rather than source. So now photobiomodulation embraces both lasers and LEDs. And the effect is actually, um, could be photo photobiomodulation effect you can achieve from both sources. They are slightly different, but they can produce therapeutic effect. Everything is resting on the dose. So the right amount of energy, uh, you know, right amount of fluence and uh, irradiance has to be correct to induce this effect. So that's what we're facing now. Okay, so we, we want to get back to this dosing question, especially if you can do too much. We obviously know you can do too little, right? If you don't have, you're not going outside and you don't have one of these lamps, you're getting too little. But if you can get too much and you don't get the benefit or you maybe you damage yourself, that would be worth knowing. Before we jump into that, I wanted to just point out to everybody listening, it, it was the this discovery that the LEDs would work for this purpose is what has allowed these consumer devices to be available to the public because these things are not approved by the FDA, you know, like a laser treatment device would have to be because, you know, you could damage yourself with one of these lasers or you shine it in your eye or something and, and you've hurt yourself. But these LEDs, you can't. Uh, at least that's that my understanding is that, that they're safe enough that the FDA does not have to approve them. They're not medical devices. They're just lights. And yes, they do happen to have a benefit uh, to your health. So thank goodness for NASA, our tax dollars at work. Uh, I wonder if we could talk a little bit about what are some of these benefits that um, you know people can get but let's don't focus on the, the the benefits of just your particular product but you know this field this these red and near infrared frequencies that people are focusing on you know what are some of the benefits and, and i've already mentioned pain reduction as one thing so my shoulder knee elbow uh and my back yeah i've got a, a part of my back that has been sort of chronically bugging me uh uh, and really just in the last week, I, it sort of dawned on me that why aren't I shining that, my light on my back? And sure enough, that pain is going away. Uh, essentially, it's gone at this point. So, I mean, I'm just, it, from a pain reduction point of view, I'm stunned. And if that was the only benefit, it would be worth it. Now, I don't actually know whether it, it's a painkiller, like it's not actually doing anything to the structures. It's just like stopping the pain, you know, like taking Tylenol or is it 
also somehow the whatever it was in the joint or the tendon or the ligament that was causing the pain is that being healed in some way so i'm, I'm kind of curious to get to that uh, with you here when we can the other thing that we hear about all the time my um, wife and my daughters tell me uh, that they have seen some benefits is uh, through skin like skin improvement the the red light and near infrared stimulates collagen production anyway this is what i hear and the and so that their skin improves now and i've been trying to get that benefit myself and i can't say that i've actually seen anything uh with that glenn what what have you gotten benefit and you're just using red light not near infrared light well uh, I, like i said it's just ironic that today i just bought a belt for my low back i have sciatica in my low back Okay. It's caused some major problems. And so I know this light works really well. I broke my wrist earlier this year, and I just used my red light for healing the wrist because there's a lot of pain. <clears throat> but I decided, let me try it on my back because I can't use the red light in my back very effectively with a belt. In fact, I had my first treatment today, and it has 580 and 600. But again, I'd like to know, like, for example, dosages. Like, what? how much is too much? How much is too long? It only goes 30 minutes. Yeah. 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 Well, well, let's get into that in a second. I, I want to go, I want to understand what the benefits are okay. And, um, and then we'll, we'll get into how to use these things. <laughs> sure. Um, first benefit you dis describe, you immediately talk about pain relief. And uh, that is a well-established effect. Um, so I'll just, uh, uh, of course, not every single type of pain, although it's a wide range of uh, type of pains that you can get relief using red light therapy. You can uh, also, it has anti-inflammatory impact on the body. It's got immu immunomodulation, which means it optimizes your immune cells to function better. Oh. And uh, it also helps, of course, uh, we talk about wound healings, uh, which must, like the oldest claim uh, of photobiomodulation, and tissue regeneration. Like uh, in your case, you talk about collagen production and the uh, scar remodeling, all that. So how is it uh, achieved? It's achieved through, uh, basically, the light creates the environment for better body healing process. So if you understand how body heals, uh, you do the measures which promote that natural healing, and that's what light is doing. So for example, when light is absorbed by, uh, by this uh, sort of pigment, which sits in mitochondria, and uh, that effect is photochemical, but it results in uh, activation of energy uh, production. But also in cytochrome C oxidase, the light, photons of light absorb and it engages oxygen more. So your blood become more oxygenated. And as a result of it, it releases nitric oxide, which mm. is a famous uh, substance uh, all cardiologists want to use, right? Mm. Because it uh, has vasodilating properties. So you get better blood flow? Exactly. So where you shine your lamp, uh, that's where that area of the skin, first of all, you, it will be better oxygen uh, reuptake, but also a better blood flow. And I tell you, if you want to heal anything in the body, you need presence of blood hmm. because blood brings oxygen to cells, brings uh, nutrients and removes the waste products. Hmm. So this is the first stage of healing, very, very important. Second of all, um, scientists also discovered that when you shine red light, red and infrared light, uh, they notice the production of messengers, they call them cytokines, messengers. Mm -hmm. uh, they, some messages go to tissues, to cells and tell them, create inflammatory response. And some of them say, no, reduce this inflammation. So uh, in case of red light therapy, on one hand, you have release of anti-inflammatory cytokines more, and then you reduce pro-inflammatory messengers. So in a sense, that communication about inflammation is translated well. But again, you're not worried too much because we understand the, the fresh new inflammation has benefits, so we do need it, but the body is going to do this uh, repair already. Hmm. But we just control that inflammation with red light. That's what they found. The people still produce, have healing response, but they have not so much of inflammation. 
Interesting. I, and I gotta say that um, that sounds logical to me as a layperson, but it doesn't explain the immediate effect. Because, okay, so yeah, my, my healing, my immune system is better, and I've got more blood flow, and, and maybe other things are happening, and that's going to accelerate my healing. It can't be that it healed a little bit in the 10 minutes that I had the light on my joint. There has to be some other thing happening to lower the pain that my brain is telling me about. Does anybody know anything about that? I mean, maybe both things are happening, right? That I'm getting some immediate pain relief, but in yep. the background, I'm getting an accelerated healing. And that's really what I want because, uh, you know, then I, I don't need to kill the pain later because I'm not getting any pain because the tissues have healed, have been healed. But there's an immediate pain relief as well. Does anybody know why? Um, well, can I go first? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, in my view, of course, there is also the mechanism for pain relief through the uh, activating certain uh, opioid receptors. Yes, uh, there are some research on this. It's not, not many papers, but they talk about this. Uh, but I, I personally think the major things, why, why are you feeling pain? Because your knee is all swollen, inflamed, yes? And so if you reduce that inflammation, reduce this edema immediately, yes? So there will be, the, the tissue is not stretching enough. The signals or perception of pain doesn't have to go to the brain. So the body kind of self-regulate itself. Hmm. Uh, it's a combination of things. I don't think it's one thing. Okay, but it's not just a... And in fact, I don't even know what Tylenol does, but, uh, you know, to, in order to lower pain. And maybe it is a part of that. Maybe there is some chemical signaling that is happening as a result of the light that is similar to the way a, an analgesic works, but in combination with other things that are happening, which is accelerating healing. Yes. Uh, you know, if we dig into mechanisms, it's really complex because there is a activation. Uh, the, at first, you have also release of small amount of reaction oxygen species, mm. enough to just trigger their cellular protective responses, enough just to activate, for example, their um, um, uh, gate channels, like, like gate channels, like calcium channels. So you have simultaneously so many responses happening at the time but the fundamentally at the core so what is happening you you kind of tell the body you have the injury so you engage your nervous system you engage your brain into managing that so the whole body goes into array of response reactions it's like a cascade of reactions on cellular level to tissue level hmm. okay well, so some of the other benefits that I've, I've been hearing about as I've been looking into this more and more, and again, I don't understand why, and maybe it's all the same things that we've talked about for pain relief and accelerated healing are the same reasons why people can also get blood glucose control, um, better sleep, lower anxiety, faster muscle recovery. I've even heard that people who have had uh, like concussions or uh, traumatic brain injuries get some benefit out of it. And some of that makes sense in that the near-infrared light can penetrate through the skull, through yeah. the bone, in mm -hmm. order to get to the brain. But can you speak to any of these other benefits? Yes, uh, the, the, the neuro, neuroprotective benefits, uh, because again, uh, better oxygen binding will help your neuron to recover faster. Mm -hmm. uh, the repair, the process of repair, uh, the the production of collagen is better, but not on, only in quantity, but in quality. So the remodeling, the scar tissue, if you have, for example, following the injury, scar tissue formation, mm. uh, you remodel that scar really easy, faster with light because it just promotes production of the fibroblast, osteoblast, myoblast, whatever tissue is engaged into healing. Um, there is uh, also, like you said, improved uh, cerebral blood flow in the brain, which will give you, again, the much better environment for healing. Hmm. We know, therefore, athletic performance. Uh, there is lots of research um, about uh, potentiating or preparing the athletes to perform. So, again, through the uh, uh, imp improving the uh, um, muscular uh, fitness, so to speak, they are reducing the uh, damage from the uh, uh, from the inflammation or reducing the damage 
muscular damage after intense exercises. So all this process is happening because of these key factors. So improve circulation, improve exchange uh, with um, uh, blood on the, on the cellular level, microcirculation, anti-inflammatory impact, uh, impact on the stem cells, fibroblast, uh, collagen production, and the tissue regeneration. So it comes all down to these kind of pillars. Great. Well, good. And, and you talked about the potentiation. It made me think of a warm-up, right? And as I've gotten older, I've discovered warming up it starts to become the most important thing I do in preparation for a hard athletic event. And so maybe this near-infrared and, and perhaps the red light therapy is would be an aid to warming up for athletic performance. Is that what you're saying? Yes, yes. In fact, I, I, I tried it. I designed one case study where we used the, the real red light device and two sham devices. So we, uh -huh. we saw how people can, are they performing better if they're exposed to light? Um, uh, actually, results were phenomenal, really, really good. I, I didn't expect it. That's why I want to repeat it. I want other people to repeat this as well. But uh, they definitely, you know, by imagine if you stimulate all the muscles which are going to be used, whether you're cycling, whether you're doing marathon, yes? So you warm them up, you improve the circulation there, you energize every single muscular cell under the light. It's, it's going to perform much better, and it does. Yeah, it does make sense. So that's great. That's great to know. I, I've even heard about, you had talked about improvements in the immune system. I, I recently heard somebody talking about uh, some COVID studies where they had a hospital had built some sort of a vest that had um, near infrared only LEDs, and then and they had two groups of patients who had severe COVID illness, and both the control and the test subjects wore the same vest, but the they only turned it on for the test subjects, and mm -hmm. they found that the difference was sort of miraculous, that the blood oxygenation was better, and the people that were getting the near-infrared light, the improvement rate was much better. So it was t there was definitely an impact on the immune system mm -hmm. related to the near-infrared light. I agree. I read also uh, recently, it's a quite recent study because COVID pandemic was just happened recently, but uh, phenomenal results. Because when you look into why virus affects the immune system uh, so much, because at first, it hijacks the immune cells, so they work very, very fast, very, very hard. And then the battery goes flat completely, they literally. And that's why people feel so, so fatigued after experiencing COVID. And even the new uh, sort of disease came up as a long COVID describing. Yeah. And of course, what you know what red light therapy does the best? It energizes that mitochondria. This is exactly what the people should be looking for to help themselves because it's completely natural way. The light shines and then you potentiate mitochondria, you repair mitochondria using red light therapy. So definitely would be on my list to do. Right. And one of the other things that is happening to people who are really, really sick is they're inside. They're not getting any sunshine. Yeah. So this is a natural thing, and it used to be, it used to be very common. Sanatoriums yes. and hospitals would have sun decks, and patients would get out into the sun because they knew that it helped their patients. And we just sort of gotten away from that, um, but maybe we'll get back to it. Well, good. So uh, let's start to talk about how to use these things, how to pick a thing that, you know, maybe would suit you because Glenn is talking about a belt. Okay, well, that's not probably going to be any good for, you know, working on my shoulder uh, or, or trying to improve collagen in my face. Um, but maybe it's really good for doing something for his back. <laughs> <laughs> and then how can people know whether they're, they've got the right amount of energy? I mean, the energy from the sun is... Yeah really really big but also the sun is really really far away so it's a nice balance yeah that's right mm -hmm. and glenn before his his belt that he's now wrapped around his face 
before he got that, he had this little flashlight-looking thing. Well, if he wanted to use that little flashlight dealy for his whole body, that'd take him the rest of his life to, to get enough energy all over his whole body. So uh, I guess there's probably a number of things to think about, and then let's be sure to talk about dosing. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, really important because, you know, dosing, you mentioned about this uh, straight away to it. Um, this This is why we don't have complete consensus among the scientists because scientists take uh, there are a variety of devices on the market and they take and they don't know what is the dose you know and when you don't get correct dose you just won't have effect Mm -hmm. and that's what studies showing some studies showing that it's uh, they conclude that there is no effect and it makes me very not angry, but <laughs> frustrated <Yes. laughs> to say that because uh, all it has to do, the manufacturer has to produce the parameters. And when you look some papers, some papers just don't missing the very key parameters. So um, basically, um, let's start with uh, understanding the dose because I think it's very important. So it consists of uh, three major things. So number one, the power of their diets, whether it's a laser diet or LED diet. Mm-hmm. Second parameters, which is very important, how far is it from the skin? The further away from the skin, the less amount of energy the body receives. Like you rightly said, the sun is far away. That's why we have some positive effect, but not uh, therapeutic effect. Like if you bring it right and you put it right on your shoulder, then you stimulate uh, the shoulder and especially if uh, like bendy like your belt is three-dimensional right Mm -hmm. and the third parameters the key parameters is for how long right so if you observe these three key uh, measures then you know uh, what is the best of course um, um, we look through scientific research we found uh, particularly uh, lots of information by uh, Dr. Michael hum- Humblin. He described photobiomodulation therapy. He found what's the most optimal dose. Hmm. And uh, the manufacturer should disclose the dose, and then you c- would be able to know how much you should use your device. And they'll also tell you how far away to hold it from your skin? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let's say uh, the panels, uh, I, I really love panels. It's, uh, you know, at one stage I was considering even to buy it myself. With panels, it's really good because you have this uh, ambient light which comes out uh, and you have almost systemic effect because you're exposed to red light photons, red and infrared, yes? Um, but with panels, a little bit difficult to target specific part on the body. Hmm. So for this reason, you need to look either, like uh, we're talking about belt configuration, because it can be on the body and uh, produce very targeted uh, hmm. application. And uh, the, you can have a handheld devices. Handheld devices, they, again, the little bit difference with handheld because it's still kind of not specific. Like there is not a gauge which lock you in that distance to mm-hmm. give you a dose. So, um, and we have, of course, cosmetic devices like uh, LED masks, for example, on the face. They are in skin contact and the manufacturer will tell you how long to hold that on, okay. on the skin. Um Generally speaking, if you, uh, like uh, Glenn was asking, uh, what is too much and how long is uh, what's going to happen? Yes, we've done also with our device, we've done the uh, uh, experiments. We see when it's effective and it's not. It's basically, there is a principle of called Anschutz law or biphasic dose response. What it means, it means that light at first, the <clears throat> benefits will be building up, building up day by day, day by day you use it. And uh, it will be optimal time, for example, after one week, if your injury is some fresh, let's say, you build up optimal energy and there is a cascade of reaction and the body fixed itself very quickly. Hmm. But if you continue pushing that energy in, you continue pushing the energy in and then uh, the body becomes overwhelmed or 
your body starts fixing something else. So often it could be the scenario when you keep pushing energy in that uh, many joints start feeling sore because you give energy and the body does what it does the best, fixing it when it receives energy. Hmm. Uh, scientists, of course, talking about the concept that uh, that small amount of reaction oxygen species, if you keep pushing too much, start building up, which is a negative thing. Small amount is good, uh, but big amount is not good to have reaction oxygen species. So in this sense, I would say we are different. All of us are different. So watch the effectiveness of your device. If you start feeling that you lose an effect, then you must stop and make a gap. And make a gap two, two days, three days, or week, and then you can restart again, and you again going to have benefits. But okay. would you get negative effect? Unlikely. You just don't get effect, basically. Okay. Uh, I, I, I am not sure, but he's speaking about all the photobiomodulation devices because they, you know, some of them made in a very poor, they use poor LEDs and poor quality LEDs. They, they may be rubbish completely, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I would say <clears throat> about particular flex beam that it's not if you do too much, that does not give you any negative effect. Okay, well, that's good to know. Let, let's see here. I had some notes I want to look at here. So there's different form factors. There's Glenn showed us that there's the flashlight or the spot thing. And so maybe if you've got just a spot, you know, or Glenn's wrist or anyway, there's just like one thing that you, that's the only thing you care about, then something like that might work. Uh, or maybe this is a way of testing, you know, <laughs> is this all bunk or, or is there anything to this? that probably would be a low cost way to just try it out, see how it goes. Then there are like helmets and face masks, which are really specialized, really hard to use that helmet uh, you know, on your shoulder, but it's specific for some particular purpose, like I'm trying to regrow hair, or maybe I'm trying to get into my, you know, some brain uh, effects. Uh, and then a mask, of course, is for the face, and that's probably related to some sort of, um, you know, skin improvement uh, effect that, that people would logically be interested. Then there's the, the laser versus the LCD. And the laser is probably harder to come by. And it's more dangerous because I think you can hurt yourself uh, with a laser. But the LCD is more the consumer products. And then there's the, the panel. And I think that goes down to, as, to what I have is just sort of like a little tabletop lamp which is you know i don't even off the top of my head know how many leds are on it but it's you know it's just something that sits on a table it's probably you know 18 inches by 12 inches uh square uh, rectangular and it's pretty versatile uh i can shine it on my face if i want and i can put it on my shoulder if i want i can put it on my knee if i want but of course it's a flat thing and all the parts of my body are ra are curved things and so it's not perfect and then if I, and if I'm leaving it on a table, then I'm you know I'm having to sit in contorted positions to get the part of my body that I want exposed to be within the you know the the inch or four inches that the manufacturer told me to use. So instead, I have to pick up this rather heavy thing and kind of move it around uh, and hold it and uh, and that sort of thing. So anyway, there's different ways of solving these same problems and maybe there's there's no perfect way but the ones that are flexible maybe give you the the best way of fitting around a curved body and that's not what i have but uh, glenn does have one and maybe we can report back on uh, uh glenn's experience of the device that he just got yesterday okay <laughs> okay uh oh and then as far as time you're saying that the manufacturer would tell you but we're not talking about hours of exposure here, I'm pretty sure. I mean, mine does not. I mean, mine talked about 10 to 20 minutes. In fact, it's on a timer mm -hmm. that only goes as high as 20 minutes uh, on the device that I have. And obviously, you can set it uh, for less time than that. Because I don't want you falling asleep with this thing shining on you. And, and then who's got hours you know, to sit under these things? 
which is why people go for these big panels, I think, because they can expose more of their body at a time. So if you're going to do 10 minutes per body part, if you can do half of your body in 10 minutes and then the other half in 10 minutes, in 20 minutes you did what you wanted to do. But if you've got a small device where you can only do 5% of your body at a time, well, it's going to take you a lot more time to get the exposure that you want. So I guess that's another reason to... Um, think carefully about you know what sort of device and my guess is that in the end you're going to need more than one device this this is probably where i'm headed is that you know <laughs> certain devices are better for certain things and but nothing is perfect for everything and so you know if you find that it works for you the way that it has worked for me then you're going to want to find a way to get this into your life here and probably more than one device is going to be the way to do that did i miss anything i i would say that it is best to set up a goal first, what you're trying to achieve. Mm. If you're trying to achieve local pain relief or help your body to heal local issue, go for the belts or local application devices. But if you want systemic effect, if you just want to improve sleep, for example, uh, vitality, you can have panels. Or like uh, Joe Radley said, you can have a combination of devices. Mm. I'm for that. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. Well, Glenn, anything you want to throw in here before we start to wrap up? Sure. Well, I noticed the device you had there as well. It's You mentioned the device you're working with a company that makes an LED device. You call it a, a Flex something or other? A Flex Beam. Flex Beam. Flex Beam. Mm -hmm. Could you just talk about that briefly? Mm -hmm. So Flex Beam uh, has only six, uh, sorry, only uh, three LEDs per module. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we have a nine, nine altogether, one red and two near-infrared. Huh. But they are really, really, really powerful. Okay. There is nothing on the market as powerful as this. They're more powerful than your panel, like oh, sure. by two, <laughs> three times. Yeah. And the, the reason is that uh, then you position over the joints and then they will be, for example, <clears throat> beaming from three dimensions. Ah that also you can target by setting the programs. There are three programs. And this program will be um, for the skin level, for the smaller joint, and for the deep joint. It's uh, based on this. And it's also each program has very complex algorithm. When you apply it to the body, all you have to do is just turn it on, and it goes through 10 minutes of variety of frequencies, it modulated frequency, modulated power, and uh, it does really engage their, their body into healing. And um, um, like Joe said, probably you need about two, maximum three positions on one session when you do it. So um, this is it. I mean, something, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it works off the battery. Yeah, I can charge it, take with me on a trip. It can work for a day, for example. Uh, unattended and um yeah it's just uh, very easy to carry with you travel with you everywhere oh great great that actually was where i was going next was for you to tell us about your company and uh, so you, you told us about the product tell us the company name again and and uh, how people can uh, find yeah. the company to understand more about this uh, flex beam mm -hmm. i i work as a clinical director but i'm also a co-founder of the company called Recharge Health. Uh -huh. So Recharge Health, the name tells you, we're here to recharge people's health. Uh -huh. uh, it's actually uh, to say uh, we have a small, small, very international company. We have all sorts of people there, small team, but everybody is dedicated. Everybody is driven by the uh, desire to actually help humanity to change the way people interact with their with their body so they can use the device and help themselves to heal so effectively i would say that we want to people to use device in order to empower their bodies to heal themselves so it could be used in by any age by any you know any circumstances anytime and we discussed uh, before with uh, Joe that 
LED technologies just generally inheritedly safe. So this will be a safe, natural way, which does not produce any side effects. Fantastic. Well, is there any other places where you would suggest people look if they want to learn more about the science behind the red light, near-infrared light? Well, it's just very uh, straightforward. I use uh, Google Scholar. I just type into Google Scholar. I just put their red light therapy benefits or I put their LED therapy benefits. Uh -huh. uh, last time I searched, it was uh, over 16,500 papers wow. just on LED therapy benefits. Uh, but if you just put uh, photobiomodulation and uh, red light therapy, you get over 3 million results, papers. So you can yeah. spoil yourself with research. <laughs> main, main researchers are, of course, uh, um, uh, Michael Humblin. Uh, he's a Harvard professor. Maybe he's retired by now, but he wrote lots, lots of beautiful papers. You have Janita Anders. So you have, you know, lots of uh, um, research in sports medicine to optimize performance, to uh, optimize, um, reduce fatigue after performance, etc. Um, so actually, I, uh, we put on our website the key papers. You can find the, the research there. The website okay. is very simple, recharge.health. Uh, and you can find it there, or probably everything what you need to know about red light therapy. Okay, well, we'll put that link in the show notes. People can find that there if um, they didn't remember, although it's not actually hard to remember. Recharge.health is the website. All right, great. Well, this has been really educational. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Frost. And um, uh, I'll just say uh, thank you again. My pleasure. It was a real pleasure to chat to you both and exchanging with the. I, I learned from you too today, you know? It's Fantastic. never one way. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Thank you. it's Thank totally you so been much. fun. Nice meeting you. Uh, you're calling in here uh, from uh, Barcelona, you said, right? Yes, Barcelona, Spain, a beautiful country. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, and Glenn, you're uh, calling in from South Korea. So uh, we're kind of, yeah. this is a global podcast episode. <laughs> Wonderful. Fantastic. Thank All right. Y'all have a good talk to you later. Bye-bye. Right. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening in to our chat with Dr. Zulia Frost. You can find more information about Recharge Health and the FlexBeam in the show notes. If you are interested in purchasing a FlexBeam at a discounted price, look for a discount code in the show notes or on the discount page at wiseathletes.com.